This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. WRKS Pickens Jackson. You ready? Let's go! 10, 9, 8, Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Hour number three of the Out of Bounds Show. Good morning. Welcome in. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Bo Bounds. And the show is brought to you by Eye Care Professionals. Dr. Kirk Jeffries. If you need cataract surgery, Eye Care Professionals has two locations on Lakeland Drive. One in Jackson, one Flowood Bellmead. Cataract surgery, Dr. Kirk Jeffries, Eye Care Professionals. Also, the show is brought to you by the amazing ribs at Fleetway Market in Gluckstadt. Ribs, 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 Fleetway Market in Gluckstadt. Their breakfast sandwiches are amazing, but you got to try their ribs at Fleetway Market in Gluckstadt. Um, there's 20 locations, 20 plus locations in the state. I hit the one on 51 in Madison all the time to load up on boat gas, especially this time of year. Um, also grabbed some cold beer cold from beer. them last, I don't remember what day that was. Maybe that was Monday morning. Yeah. We flew in Sunday night from the Dominican Republic. Blake was proud of me when, when, when the wheels touched down in Atlanta and we got through customs, which only took five seconds. Amazing. Um, so my son was starving. And uh, we, we find a Five Guys. And uh, I'd never had a Five Guys burger. That's cra- When we had that show, I don't even know how many months ago it was, that was one of the most mind-blowing things I'd ever heard. I was like, how, do you not, how have you not had one? And, and, and I had one. Yeah. So I was hungry too. I almost ate my fingers. Lee Pace made fun of me yesterday. We had lunch and he said, I, I ate like a homeless man. Um, 
And and anyway, and those fries were good too. And they do good fries. Yeah. The Atlanta airport on Sunday of Memorial Day weekend was dead. I is anybody there? It was great. No no line for customs. Uh, I mean, I could have flashed, you know, just a piece of paper that said hey and rolled right on through. So that worked. Now, going in the Dominican, it, it was it was nothing to it. My son comment we had we had to put all of our our uh, luggage and I, I carried a backpack on the plane. You, you had to put it through the little conveyor belt chute, and we're what we're putting it on there. And at the Dominican, that that conveyor belt machine didn't look like the same one that you see in the states. And uh, uh, uh. and Wilkes looks at me. He goes, "They're they're not even. There's not even an X-ray machine in there. It's not even on." No. Yeah, <laughs> he goes, "They're they're not checking that." So and there was a guy like twenty feet away from it. He was not any more interested. It was just, we put it through ourselves, grabbed it on the other side, kept on rolling. <laughs> that's, so That's too good. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was. Um, it was a good trip. The weather was great. Water was beautiful. And uh, the Tito's was, uh, was flowing. So it, it, was, it was a good well, trip. Tito's and lemonade? Feels yeah. like a beach drink right there. I, I did. And, um, so they, when, the whole trip, the, all the MRA contingent whatever i mean it was literally like herding cattle uh but we got there a day early and so you checked in you, you could you could be diamond club or just regular everybody decided to go diamond club smart it gave you a few you know perks and so there were these two areas of the diamond club on the property in uh punta cana and uh they had tito's in there smart and guess what else they had patron silver makes sense so both look i can survey the thing i got it and um, that worked out well. But they, oh, where I was going with that, you mentioned the mixer. Yes. They had this beautiful water every day, and, and, and the ladies would fill it either. Some days it would have oranges, slices in it. Lemons. Some yeah. days it would have lemons. Some days it would have uh, grapefruit. Some days Ooh. it looked like cucumbers. Yeah. And, and limes. Yeah. And so what I would do is I would just ask the lady to pour like I had a tumbler. Yeah. Okay. And I'd say Tito's and she would take it, put it in there. And then I'd just go over there, this beautiful little water thing. Easy. And just put like water that had a little, just a little bit of flavor in it. Yeah. And that's all I needed. That's your style. Yes. We've gone over this. Yeah. You're, you're a light sauce, light yes. mixer I don't, or whatever. I yeah. don't want like it doused with orange juice and cranberry juice and, you know, God knows what else. I mean, yeah, you know, there were a lot of people drinking all the fruity drinks. You have bars on the beach too, right? Correct. Obviously, you get your pina colada. Yeah, I don't and your rum do any of those mixers and all that, yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. So, so I would walk back into the resort a little bit, wasn't far, and go back to the Diamond Club every time to get a Tito's and whatever water creation they had for the day, whether it was water oranges, <laughs> grapefruit, which was delicious. I mean, it was it was great for me. Yeah. And um, it's right up your alley, right, right up my alley. And there was a casino on property. Um, Did you gamble? Of course, all the kids were like, oh, I won $130 the last night we were there. Doing what? Uh, roulette. Always bet black. Always it's bet black. It's my favorite black. color. I'm wearing it today. Um, always bet black. And um, Interesting. I won a, a whopping 130 bones in the resort casino 
on uh, the last, what, yeah, last Saturday night. Proud of you. Thank you. Proud of you. Thank you. How much did you lose the days I did. up to that? Okay. I did. <laughs> I gave my son a hundred bucks. So he would, he would, they were legal, right? The kids were legal to, to do what they wanted. Yes. And, um, I take that back then. I gave him a hundred dollars. And the you never first saw, night we you never were there. saw that back. Yeah. Now at one point he was up 800. Um, it's a good life lesson. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I told, I mean, sometimes you get, I look, Kenny Rogers wrote about it. <laughs> you got no one to hold him and no one to fold him no and no one, one to walk away. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Twitter handle at Bo bounds, the Ben Nelson golf and outdoors caller line is 601. 601- Seven zero seven thirty seven fifty. That's where you go to get your next Easy Go golf car. Easy Go golf car, made in America, high quality, top of the line golf car for your neighborhood, for your manufacturing facility, for your construction site, um, for your family land. Easy Go golf car, powered by Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors. We'll have Benji in the week of uh, the U.S. Open, which Blake told me is in L.A. So, yes, there you the go. Los Angeles Golf Club. The Los Angeles Golf Club. Okay. You know, the, the coolest lunch I've ever been to in my life was when I went out to the Grammys in L.A. to do a show, and a friend of mine had a huge client out there, and we got to go to the Beverly Hills Ooh. Grand Havana Club Ooh. and smoke cigars and eat lunch. And let me tell you who all has lockers there. Sylvester Stallone. Checks. Pacino. Oh, um, who's the dude that's in Ocean's Eleven, but he's the bad guy, Andy Garcia? Oh, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. him. Yeah. He's a phenomenal he actter. He plays a great bad, like kind of like great bad he's guy. Like an off, he's like a mobster feel kind of bad guy, yeah. He's kind of Pacino light, which is, is still a is very, actually, you're still swimming in rarefied air. That's okay? actually a great he, he, he He never really got the De Niro Pacino treatment. Uh, granted, he didn't come along when all you had to was to go to the theaters when Godfather 1 and 2 came out. And, and celebrity movie and stars were like and, the top. Exactly. Even over athletes, I feel like for a while, movie no stars doubt. were the number one celebrity. Now yeah. we're so splintered, it's tough to create that thing again. But uh, Andy Garcia, I read a great article on him in Cigar Aficionado several years ago, but he is a hell of an actor, Blake. Yeah, oh, I 100% agree. I mean, he, Absolutely. And, and, and so he had, a, uh, he had a locker there, and I was just lucky to tag along. It, anything with the name Beverly Hills Havana Club just sounds like it's too bougie for me to be in. For this, <laughs> for this Mississippi kid, I was way over my skis. <laughs> yeah. We had the... Big ball and lunch, and we got to smoke some of the grandest cigars. Ooh. When you get to smoke through your meal, like when I was at the Spring Street Cigars, Zeno Dav- Davidoff yeah. event in Oxford a Absolutely. few weeks ago, it just with Todd Wade, my man Todd Wade, and yeah. PK Patrick, that that makes it more fun, and it needs to be a three hour dinner. 100%. Because you're able to put your cigar down. If I make it to the Beverly Hills Havana Club, I'm going to be there for three hours. No doubt. No doubt. All right, Robert St. John at 930. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics, 
before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Oh, man. Uh, Prime, Coach Prime to you. Um, Deion Primetime Sanders letting Colorado know that he wants to be in the Big 12, not the Pac-12. He wants access to Texas. And obviously, he played for the Cowboys. He has had a house there probably since the mid-90s. He's got roots there. He um, coached a high school football team there, if you want to call it that. Um, And he's kind of surveying the landscape of college football, Deion Sanders is. And he's like, well, one, the Pac-12 is boring, and I... I actually agree with him on that. With Southern Cal and UCLA leaving, they're hanging on by a thread. And he has let his athletic director and president know that he wants to move to the Big 12 so that they can be in Texas many Saturdays at playing Texas Tech and TCU and Baylor and Houston and so on. Um, here's the deal. You know, the... The odds are Dion's going to screw this whole thing up at Colorado. Yeah. Um, you know, I understand it worked at Jackson State, and and that's great. More power to him. But Blake, uh, and and you know what, the Big Twelve does look more viable. They they have a a, a conference commissioner who is extremely aggressive, and they have Central Florida and Cincinnati and Houston coming in, and they're. I don't want to say they're big game hunting, but they are hunting more schools. They would like to take a few from the Pac-12, and maybe Colorado's one of them. Now, a lot of people say, well, the Pac-12 sucks this year. Okay, I'm not going to argue that. Yeah, so this is funny because Dion's actually right, but he's doing it for the wrong reasons, which is really ironic. Um, Dion's doing it for Dion, but right. in reality, Colorado's better off in the Big 12. Yeah, I 100% agree. The Pac-12 is, the problem is the Pac-12's leadership is so poor and has been so poor for so long. And it so was the long. commissioner prior to the yep. current commissioner. Larry Scott. That did a terrible job. Yeah, he was awful. And they, know, they were he made a ton of money. $7 million a year in rent. In San Francisco. That's insane. Which now that city's done because of COVID uh, and terrible leadership. But, but um, 
Yeah, they were they were paying seven million a year in rent, and I think Larry Scott was making seven yeah. or eight million as the conference commissioner. So he did well. He's got him a place at Pebble Beach or somewhere out there. But Colorado, yeah, no, Colorado in the Big Twelve makes more sense. Oh, it's it's great for Colorado because you're going to make more money, and for the Big Twelve, I think it's smart because the Big Twelve is doing the quantity over quality approach. Yeah. We we understand that the top schools are in the SEC then the Big Ten, and then it's a weird mesh of a couple ACC schools, a couple Big 12 schools, maybe like Oregon, Stanford could have some value, some things like that. But the Big 12's not, you know you're not getting any ACC schools, right? So forget that nonsense. They've added schools out of the AAC. I wonder if the ACC is regretting not going after Central Florida. I think they should be, 100%. Because- and pairing that with like a, well, a Cincinnati, you know, did did they they snub their noses? Did they? Well, they the yes, and and were they too slow to move? And they could have gotten some of the Midwest market. I understand they've already got Florida State and Miami in the in Florida, but Central Florida's, you know, um, I know it's it's a commuter school, but it's still becoming more of a campus it's, school. It's like fifty six thousand yeah, students. It's huge. Orlando is. Like, they can't even grow enough. I mean, I told you about being at Disney at the Swan or Dolphin, whichever one we stay at, and I'm talking to the bartender, and I'm, I'm, I guess I'm watching March Madness because I had the torn meniscus. Mm-hmm. It's now powered by Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. I could probably run a 4-3-40. Here's the deal. <laughs> I asked them about what was going on. He said, yeah, I'm, I, there's this neighborhood right behind here. I couldn't really grasp the concept that, that's got 60,000 homes going up. I went, what? 60,000? He went, oh, that's just one of several. Yeah, there's 10 more down the street, exactly. And that's what, see, this is where Brett Yormark, who is the new AD, I think he's been the AD, not AD, the new commissioner for the Big 12. He's been there for like a year now. Uh, He's being intelligent because at this point, you're not getting a blue blood brand into the Big 12. Not happening. But there's not any available. No, I guess the biggest land would be Oregon. Oregon and Washington, who want to go to the Big Ten, but probably aren't getting in. Yeah, if you could land Oregon and Washington and the two Arizona schools, those are massive, as you know. I've been on the Arizona State campus. Arizona State is a massive school, lots of wealth, and Arizona is is pretty damn good. And why does the Big Ten, for those who don't understand this, the SEC is better football, but why does the Big Ten make more money in their TV rights deals? Households. They have more rooftops. They can sell more TV deals. That's what the Big 12 is heading towards. They're going for a quantity perspective where they can go to their media people and say, look, we have X hundred thousand houses in Arizona, X hundred thousand houses in Oregon, X hundred thousand houses in in Colorado, Central Florida. I mean, Central Florida, again, 56,000 just students. That means you're putting out... 10, 15,000 alums every year. Mm-hmm. Same thing when you take big schools like Arizona, Arizona State. When you go after an Oregon, when you go after Colorado, you're taking massive amounts of, of people. And so the Big 12 is going to say, hey, we can create entertaining matchups across the country in different time divisions and who all who have large alumni bases, which that's where the money can come from. So it won't sure. be from quality. It'll be from quantity. I love it from the Big 12 perspective. Well, he's being aggressive, it. and and also that, you know, 
It looks like the Big 12, it looks like they'll prevail over the Pac-12. So we'll see. I think so. Now, one more thing. John Rice Plumley in year eight is at Central Florida. And we are here today, right now at 921, to kick off the Heisman campaign for JRP. He's a phenomenal player. He's from Hattiesburg, Mississippi. He's a, let's put some respect on this, he's a state champion from Oak Grove. That's right. Played at Ole Miss 100 years ago, and he will still be on the Central Florida Golden Knights roster this year. John Rice Plumley. We, sh- we may should do an NIL deal with him and like have him on every week. 100% you should. Do you know he plays the piano? No way. No. I've heard. I don't know if it's any good, but I've heard he plays it. Oh, my gosh. I remember those... <laughs> Those gray hairs around that 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 video, or or, or it was like a uh, Christmas event or something yeah. like that. Oh it was my in a, it was gosh. in a condo off the square. Oh Lord, have mercy. Um, so it it was it was high society. <laughs> yeah, no, JRP's a hell. Of I a can't player. believe he's still. Pl- I, I think I'm he like can play in the NFL as a as a utility player, special teams, no. things like that. No, at what quarterback? <laughs> they, did you see who these? Cats just drafted this year? Bro, listen. Anthony Richardson can't Come hit a broadside of a barn. Will Levis can't uh. hit the broadside of a barn. Um, who's the other one? Who's the th- oh, CJ Stroud is solid at throwing the football. Yes, Bryce Young is accurate. We'll call So I just went over four quarterbacks that were drafted in the NFL. All in the top two rounds. And John Rice is better than all of them? No, no, no. Okay. I didn't, I didn't okay. say that. All right. I didn't, somebody will checking. say that I'm on the checking. message board in five, <laughs> four, three, two, hit post. Oh, man. Bo Bounds said this. Is he? I, I'm going to call Chris Hopwood, and we're going to get a futures odds on the JRP getting drafted as a QB. Oh, let's get Hopster on the show Maybe tomorrow. We'll, we'll see what we what odds can we get on JRP note. as a draft pick, and then you can go ahead and throw that honey down. All right, I want to tell you about uh, core cryotherapy and wellness. I'm going to get some cryotherapy today. I need it after being in the Dominican Republic for six days, and I'm trying to put my body back together. Um, I heard about it first with Laquan Treadwell in 2014. It's amazing for your body. Um, they've also got IV therapies and NAD, which Joe Rogan talked about, and all sorts of cool stuff. It's CORE, C-O-R-E, CORE Cryotherapy and Wellness, in the township, right by Sombra, which Blake made famous. CORE Cryotherapy and Wellness, in Fondren, right across from Sombra. Check it out. You'll love it. Robert St. John coming up next, straight out of Hattiesburg. Uh, restaurant Renaissance Man, RSJ. I believe in Auburn and love it. War Eagle. Bound Show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. NBA Finals start tomorrow. Uh, my Miami Heat will be taking on the Denver Nuggets, and you can enjoy all those games and bet on them at the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. You can also play 9 or 18 at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. And you can enjoy an amazing dinner at Philip M's. 
Um, it's the old style Vegas steakhouse there. So heat nuggets tomorrow. Jimmy Butler, my favorite player in the league right now. Pat Riley, my favorite executive. The Miami Heat, once again, are in the NBA Finals. And Heat Nuggets, powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Our guests join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. We've had fun today. Uh, The coaches are giving us some pretty good content coming out of Sandestin. Uh, Mark Stoops told Kirby Smart he couldn't complain because there's no crying from the yacht. For our listeners, Mark Stoops is the head football coach at Kentucky. He's done a a really good job as far as toughness, culture, and defense and being very savvy and opportunistic. They're terrible on offense, boring to watch. Um, Bill Shanks, Georgia insider earlier in the show, tried to convince me that Kentucky was going to be something this year (laughs) because they landed the... Quarterback transfer by the name of Devin Leary from North Carolina State. That's all nonsense. Kentucky's Kentucky. Um, but but Mark Stoops is now making like seven plus million a year at Kentucky. And Stoops told Kirby Smart, there's no crying from the yacht. Man, how many places should that be? That's a great line. An absolutely fantastic line. It is. The other thing I think that's interesting is um, I was thinking about Mark Stoops making $7 million at Kentucky, and I don't really want to coach at Kentucky uh, for anything, but I think retiring in Kentucky would be pretty sweet. I think making $7 million a year to coach a sport that they don't care about. Pretty good deal. As long as you win six to seven to eight games, and you can be that bad and on offense to yeah. where, I mean, what drives people to go to the stadium? Scoring. You can be that bad on offense, and as soon as October 15th hits and Calipari and them start practicing, they're out. Nobody cares. That is a great way to build. He's probably made already made $50 million there, and now that they've had to bump him the last couple of times, he could walk out of the University of Kentucky making $100 million. And, you know, one ten win season that he had a few years ago, thanks to Joe Moorhead, and... Just a, a few seven and eight, eight. yeah. And, and, and look, that's they're 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 tough as hell in the trenches. They've had some really good running backs. Um, Stoops goes and gets some of those B players from Ohio, which is where his family's from. And Bob Stoops and his father was a longtime high school coach in Ohio, so he understands the hotbeds up there. And you know, if he ever had an offensive coordinator, they'd actually be dangerous. But the bottom line is, he's he's. He is on pace to make $100 million as the Kentucky football coach. And think about the sweetheart deals you get tied into just because you're a head coach of a SEC program. Like, think of the horse deals he's probably in on and, like, you know, got, probably got some type of tie into some bourbon somewhere or something like that. Yeah. yeah I mean, he's probably tied into who knows what up there. The money up there is hard to wrap your brain around. It's old. It's, it's that what we like to refer to as, like, old money, right? Yeah. <laughs> they are... Uh, UK and Lexington is such a great place. How are we doing on Robert? Can't get him? No. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll look at maybe in a few minutes here we'll we'll get him on. Um that's the quote of the week, though. And I think it's something that a lot of us could share with people around us or kids. There's no crying from the yacht. 
maybe a smaller yacht, right? But there, there's no cry. Now, Kirby Smart can't cry about anything because he is on the biggest yacht. He's on the 350-foot yacht, totally decked out with a pool and, and the whole deal. Um, but, and, and by the way, Bill Shanks, Georgia insider that we had on at 830, Bill let us know that they're still the favorite, even with the new quarterback and new offensive coordinator at Georgia. He didn't really, he wasn't really impressed with Alabama or LSU as a threat. So if they're not a threat, no one else in college football is a threat. Because there's no one in the Big Ten. Ohio State's not going to do it, nor Michigan. There's nobody in the ACC. Clemson's not. Definitely nobody in the Big 12, Texas, Oklahoma. And then the the Pac-12 lost Southern Cal and UCLA. So there's really no threat for Georgia other than Bama and LSU. We're live in the Bank Plus studio, Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by the Ribs at Fleetway Market in Gluckstadt. The ribs are amazing. Go get you, load up, and get you some ice-cold Stella Artois. It's a great, great beer. It, tr- Stop by and, and pick up some Stella Artois. Try it, pair it with some ribs. Invite Blake and I over, and we'll all smash some ribs. Ooh. And we'll pour an ice cold Stella and we'll all have a good time. And we'll talk about how all our teams are going to win, go at minimum 10 and 2. 10 and 2 is the floor. 10 and 2 is the floor. There, the, the Fleetway Market uh, and the Market Cafe in Gluckstadt, it is, uh, if you plan ahead and they do the catering side stuff, it's like the greatest way to trick people to think you're good at cooking Southern food. I love that. Just. You can get ribs like mac and cheese, the beans, you know, mm. cornbread roll, all that kind of stuff, chicken. Yeah. And and you just what you do is this is quintessential home homemaking, okay? You take it home and you pull the labels off and you put it in your own cookware. <laughs> and then you serve it on your table and you go, oh, look what I made. <laughs> it's delicious. These that delicious is a good idea, actually. And mac and cheese. The ribs at Fleetway Market in Glugstadt. And the Market Cafe at Fleetway Market. Good morning. Welcome in. Hey, also, thank you. We had a really, 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 really good day on Apple Podcast. I mean, this time of year, Tuesday, 30% of the market's at the beach, maybe more or somewhere else. Um, Thank you for going to Apple Podcast or Spotify and searching Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. Um, We had a fun show yesterday. Today was really rolling. And ton... Heavy, heavy SEC football today, and then we we kind of messed around some too. Uh, it's National Flip Flop Day. Blake and I were talking about that. So the my go to flip flops are Olakai's, and um, it was because Circle Seven had Olakai's and kind of fell in love with those. Um, I know there's some other brands that are good. I, I don't know of any off the top of my head. But uh, I have a couple of pair of Olakai's, and they're super, super comfortable. You know what I didn't know? Because I've always wondered this. What's the difference in a sandal and a flip-flop? So I Googled it. Do you know that sandals technically are, they have a heel security so that they don't make the flop sound? And that anything that doesn't have that, anything open-heeled is considered a flip-flop because it makes the flop sound. Okay. I had no idea. I didn't know know that either. I didn't know that at all. Hmm. 
I one time went out on a date with a girl. I won't say her name. Uh, Why? Let's. I don't remember. Let's make it fun. I'm not gonna lie. I don't okay. remember what her name was. Uh, I think Kate, but I can't remember. I think it was Kate with a C. Um, and so I think it was. I think it was like C A T E. Um, gosh. And so one thing that she, we in talking in that first date, one thing that she let slip. I don't remember why. Oh, she said she liked the shoes I was wearing. I was like, of course, because I'm stylish. And then she was like, I don't like it when guys wear flip flops. She said, I'll walk off a date when some, when a guy's wearing a flip flop. On it, uh, so w- was she talking about if a guy wears a flip flop to a date? She said, "Period." Or like, just, I mean, because if you're hanging out at your house, no, she said she would leave if a guy wore them to the date. Lake, but then she beach. said she didn't want to see him at all. She was like, "Men shouldn't be wearing flip flops." Period. And I thought that's an interesting take. We only went on like two dates. I've never. <laughs> that's kind of hardcore. I, I, wonder, I, I wonder what Kate's doing in this day and age, What's, and who, if anybody. She is either dating or married to. Now, I would love to get her on the show. She's definitely not married because this was like February when we went out, I think. Okay. I think it was. Kate's pretty hardcore. Does she? I, I don't know of many Maybe. females who don't wear flip-flops. Well, no, Does Kate wear was, flip-flops? Yeah, it, was, it was men. Men shouldn't be wearing open It must shoes. be the toes thing. I think it is. Yeah. I think it's bare feet. Now, I did. there was a comedian who talked about this, and I can't who remember. Who was it? I and I cannot Sebastian remember. Maniscalco? No, it was someone more kind of goofy. And the joke was like, you can't be afraid of a guy in flip flops. Bert Kreischer? What's he, he going to do? Take it off and throw it at you? Like, you can't, because what are you going to do in flip flops? You can't run. You can't fight. Like, you, you remember when the thing to do like 10 years ago was to buy flip flops with a bottle top popper on the bottom? Yes. That was like the cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when Crocs were popular? I never wore them, but you remember when Crocs hit the... I remember the Crocs thing. Kids still... Apparently, they're like a go-to shoe for kids. Well, here's the deal. When you're a mom... Just throw them in. Well, yeah. okay. When they're little, you don't want to have to worry about tying a shoe. Or even Velcro straps. Just stick that I mean, foot it, in the they Croc. Can, they can literally, at two, three years old, they can just slip their shoe, I mean, their foot, in the Croc. That's why. Yeah. Oh, it's not that they were awesome. No. 100%. But... But but, so, I, but I'll say this: whoever came up with it sold millions of and pairs. The marketing that they did was genius. And now you have Crocs with the little they make they sell these plastic things that you put in the hole of your Croc to accessorize your. Croc. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, I see them on like social. You'll see them on social media stuff like that. They're yeah. too bulky for me and roundy, and I they're just uh, no. they're not. Um, I'm not saying aerodynamic. They're they're not pointed enough no i'm with you i so the only time i've ever used crocs is my brother had a pair and when i had to like take the trash can to the street or like go do something like that outside and i didn't have my shoes at the door slip them on slip them on take the trash can down take them back off yeah that's but i've never worn them in public that's true maroon (laughs) says he still wears them on the ag up equipment text line spot if i was gonna guess any of our listeners that wear crocs he would be right up there he'd be up there yeah absolutely okay what about feels like a pearl brandon thing for sure Wow. I want to hear from True Maroon on you taking another <laughs> shot of, at Pearl and Brandon. I don't know which one he is. He's one of those two. You know, they don't like each other, supposedly, I've heard. Uh, what's, is it Eat Dirt? Eat Dirt. Is that the rivalry, or does one of them, is that one of them saying? I think they say it to each other. Okay. Okay. Um, Eat Dirt Brandon. Yeah. Okay, so maybe it's the Pearl thing to say... To Brandon? I think they say it back. I think Pearl says it back to Brandon. No, they, I, I really do. Because okay. I've seen people. T- I saw True Maroon get into a like tweet argument one time, and they were both saying eat, eat dirt back and forth to each other. It's like a, is it like a mantra? 
Yeah. What am I trying I guess, to say? I don't here? know. Slogan? Yeah. Slogan? Something like that. Okay. It's do dumb, you think? But do you yeah, think we say it to each other? I need to say, um, "Eat dirt." I mean, do do you think I need a, a shirt that says "Eat dirt"? Eat dirt. Who would you say it to? Is the question. Well, I'm not sure. We don't really have a rival. Hmm. I guess it's kind of like being, you know, the Patriots during the Brady era or Georgia right now. It's like, who do you even compete with? Yeah. You don't, I think eat dirt is something you say to someone when you feel inferior and you need to establish some type of like personal thing inside yourself. I don't feel like we have anyone that we're inferior to. So it's like, I don't know who we would say it to. Right. When you're on top of the mountaintop, you don't need to pile on on everybody below you. They know they're below you. They're looking up at you. True Maroon claims that Gardner Minshew to this day will get fired up if you say eat dirt, Brandon. I think he probably will. You think? Or Brandon. Will Rogers. We could ask Will Rogers. Okay, well, I, I, I can get his number. Yeah. That's all right. We had a, that's a, uh, a little feedback difficulty right there. Wow. Um, it woke me you up. Didn't you didn't do anything. I promise. Um, yeah, so we could ask Will Rogers. True Maroon says guy. he owned us. I don't remember, but I would think so. I mean, Gardner won a bunch of games. The only thing he didn't do was win a state championship, but he didn't fumble yeah. two punts in the second half against South Panola. Ooh, shots fired. Um, so he's the executive director of the Senior Bowl, and he says few four-year starters enter their senior season with something to prove, but that's the case for Hale State football record-setting QB Will Rogers in his first season outside of the air raid system. He goes on to say, first thing that sticks out on Rogers' junior year tape is how comfortable and proficient he was in Mike Leach's offense. Uh, Rogers' football intelligence when it comes to pre-snap ID, working through progressions, and knowing where to go with the ball is next level. He's been a master distributor for three years. You just don't see many QBs scan and process like Rogers, who already owns SEC record for career completions. Transitioning to offensive coordinator Kevin Barbet's offense, more up-tempo scheme, pro-style principles, is an added challenge for Rodgers as he enters his final season in Startville, but it will help NFL scouts with their evaluation of him. If Rodgers gets invited to the Senior Bowl, he will be the second QB from Brandon, Mississippi High School in the past six years, following Gardner Minshew. Mr. Mustache himself. Who also played for Will Rogers' dad at Brandon. Wyatt Rogers has been the OC there for a while. How about that? Pretty interesting. I've heard a lot of Will Rogers isn't a good quarterback in my life, which is a, a very interesting take. It is. It is. If by interesting, you mean dumb. It is dumb. It, now, does he need to get better? Yes. So, don't we all? Right. <laughs> Me, you, everybody. But yeah, no, Will's, Will's been phenomenal and uh they wouldn't have won a game um COVID his year. freshman year mm-hmm. outside the one where they surprised lsu and, and 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 i'm not taking anything away from leach and all those players to go down there and win because lsu had top five talent but after that game when things got real rocky and colin hill and all the guys opted all these guys opted out they still wouldn't have beat vanderbilt they wouldn't have beat missouri and they wouldn't have beat tulsa and will you know he had georgia at georgia within a score I mean, as much, State doesn't do this as much, but as much as Ole Miss tells you about the one possession game last year against Alabama, 
Mississippi State put 47 players on a plane to go to Athens, Georgia, Will Rogers' freshman year, and it was a one-possession game. Yeah. And Georgia was nasty. You don't come back down 25 at Auburn if you don't have Will Rogers. Right. I mean, it's just And Na- I love that Nagy, who has no dog in the hunt, doesn't care either way, tells you, hey, I've watched the tape. This dude can play. It is what it is. Hold on. What does Junior say? I don't think you guys give Will enough credit. What are we doing? Do I need to get a tattoo? <laughs> number two? With a, a number two with a WR under it? I love it. Maybe I should get it on my neck. <laughs> so you could see it when you can watch our show on YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports. That's our YouTube channel. Please go subscribe. You don't have a tattoo, do you? I do not. I didn't think so. Please don't let your first one be a Will Rogers tattoo. No, a two WR. (laughs) Please. Please don't. And then I'll put eat dirt (laughs) under it. Someone said, uh, uh, unnamed texter said, they say when they were in school at Brandon, they would say eat dirt pearl, but they would spell pearl P-U-R-L because that's how they thought pearl people spelled pearl. (laughs) Which is... Which is elite trash talking. <laughs> that is awesome. Who said that? Uh, the unnamed texture, like four texts down. I see it. Uh, or five. No, I sorry, see it. Five texts down. Yeah. Let's give him a prize. That was pretty funny. Let's give him a prize. Eat he he or she, whoever it is. Uh, Earl in Madison says, I own four pair of Crocs. Good hell, Earl. Stop. <laughs> why do you need four? Why do you need one pair, let alone four? Um, Sun Devil Macy on the agup.com text line says when we, he, let's go back to Blake who went out with Kate several months ago, who told him that she doesn't date guys who wear flip-flops. Um, Sun Devil Macy says, I like the sound of this Kate Blake. You need to call her and beg for a second chance. Someone has to have more standards. I mean, I've never worn flip-flops to a first date ever in my entire life because I'm not, I guess, from Pearl or Brandon. But I do wear flip-flops occasionally. Good hell. White Denzel. I didn't see this one. Yeah, I just saw it. Um, White Denzel said that True Maroon wore Crocs at the Refuge when we played a few Sundays ago. (sighs) Woo. I think True Maroon got... Uh, hey, White Denzel, what color were they? Yeah, that's a great question. True Maroon's a little upset. He says, Brandon acts like they aren't just as dang redneck as, as we are. Brandon always tries to act like they're Jackson Prep. That's funny. Okay, who is more high class? Brandon or Pearl? Uh, who? Who's more bougie? That's like being like, who's the worst? What's the best restaurant in Pearl? What's the best r- restaurant in Brandon? He, he says... Uh, True Maroon says his Crocs are camo, obviously. Um, That's so terrible. Comparing Pearl and Brandon is like comparing Missouri and Vanderbilt. It's like you'd rather play either one. It doesn't matter. You're going to beat the snot out of both of them. Okay, but I, I'm, I'm working my way through this. I don't know who would be um, more bougie. There, there's, there's a, a what's it called, a Gina Bina's, I think, in, in downtown Brandon. Gina Bina's? Isn't that a spinoff of Georgia Blue? It is. Yeah. So I, I, I know that that's some good food. Um, Mudbugs is there, but they're not open year, year round. But they are open six months. Well, and I wouldn't uh, call Mudbugs. Mudbugs is great, but I wouldn't call it classy. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's what I mean. Crawfish yeah. and shrimp and, and beer and beer. <laughs> it's great, but it's not necessarily bougie. <laughs> um, True Maroon says we have an Ichiban. 
Okay. Is that it? Okay, does Pearl get the nod purely because of the Braves and that little uh, like shopping mall that they have? <laughs> the outlets? I, I think, actually, and the Braves? that the Mississippi Braves may have the best food. In Pearl? Because Pete Lavin has continued to take that up a notch. And I, I think that may be it. Where do you want to go? Are, we, are we missing Embrace. somewhere? I don't know. So, you know, the where your studio used to be, um, way back in the day when you did the morning walk of shame. Or, yeah. Alumni House. Alumni House. You know, it, I grew up with it in Ridgeland. It's over there in Pearl. It is a tenth of what it was when it was in Ridgeland. Right. So I don't think I wouldn't put it up there, but I'm just trying to think of other restaurants over there. Hey. They got like a steak and shake or something. Okay. All right. I don't, I, the only time I go to Pearl I, is for M Braves games. Well, I go to Extra Mile Automotive, which is the place that's, you take your car. That's right. To get it fixed. It's right down from the M Braves. Oh, they have a pizza shack. Okay, that's pretty good. The pizza shack is actually pretty good. I haven't good heard food. anything about Brandon yet. So I can't believe True Maroon didn't throw that out. Right by Extra Mile Auto, right where you turn to go to Extra Mile Automotive. There's a pizza shack. There's a pizza shack, and I have had their pizza several times, and that is good pizza. It is good pizza. You know they are just op- they're opening one or just opened one in Madison or Ridgeland. I, I, where? Uh, I got to find it. I just saw it come up on my. If anybody search. knows, shoot us a text six zero one eight eight five three seven seven six. Uh, Stephen says there's a Pope Boy shop next to Jenna Benna's. Oh, God, I got to try that. All right. So you got mud bugs in downtown Brandon. You got Jenna Benna's Gina, and, and, and a po' boy shop. Um, I think there's a pizza shack right there where you turn to go to Extra Mile Automotive. <laughs> DX- Anything under the hood, go to Extra Mile Automotive. We take all our vehicles there. Extra Mile Automotive. DX- go ahead. says there's no such thing as a best restaurant in Pearl or Brandon. We'll leave it there. We want you to go to Apple Podcast or Spotify. Search Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. Thank you for hanging out with us today. We love you. We'll be back tomorrow. And we'll be uh, talking trash and football and nonsense right here on the Out of Bounds show. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Again, Apple Podcast or Spotify. Search Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. Don't forget about the Catfish Reuben. At Highball, Highball Lanes in Fondry. See ya.